All right, welcome. Sorry about the technical difficulties again. Welcome to Positive Criticized Podcast. Uh, this is episode two, the live edition, and the co-host is Eddie, the real Eddie. We got the real Eddie because we bring the real people here. Um, so we got the real Eddie. This guy's single, bilingual, and ready to mingle. <laughs> All right. So, what we're talking about tonight is the Corona love. We got a, a story that Eddie kind of fell into during the Corona season, and we're gonna get kind of back to that. But we're gonna talk a little bit about um, how me and Eddie kind of met, and everything like that. We've known each other for about 19 years, and it started off with a uh, Dish Network. Back in 2002, I actually uh, encountered Eddie, and he was added to my team, and we were actually able to go out, and we did uh, a lot of door-to-door together, selling the uh, dish. So, Eddie, so welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me here. So, what, what exactly uh, you got going on right now? Oh, no, it's just been uh, kind of tough. I... Um Broke up with my ex like uh, November of like 2019, so it's been like a year and a couple of months. And um, with the Corona, it's uh, it's hard. You know, I went to Texas and went to go see my family, and it, it, it was sad seeing all the places closed. It's not the same anymore. But we just got to get through this. And um, little by little, I started meeting people online. You know, I, I I started doing those dating sites, but you know, it's tougher to meet them online than than you meet them in person. But, um, you know, just trying to get through this, it's, it's, uh, just trying to make the best of it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely with the, uh, the, the dating apps. Yeah. Oh, hold on one second, I think we're experiencing more technical difficulties here. Yeah. Here, you're saying we're echoing? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm muted. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Are, are we echoing? When you have both microphones on, you echo. When you're not muted. Was that was that echoing? Both of you. When, no, not when you muted it. Okay, so so it went off when I muted. Yeah. I'm just gonna remember to kind of mute. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So for uh, the question, you is like obviously you're kind of new new to the dating app thing. I mean. Have you used dating apps previously before the uh, Corona? No, I just started using. I never thought I would use them. It was easier to to meet girls, you know, before this, and um, started using them like in I would say May or June, something like that, April. And uh, you know, I met a couple of people out there, but it's uh, it's it's harder to. I mean, it's it's nice to meet them, but when you meet them in person, then it's a little different than when you talk to them on online or you know, text and stuff or video chat. So, so what exactly, uh, what, what, what is your uh, inter- introduction, like when you, when you decide to, when you, when you find these, these ladies online, I mean, what is, what is your, uh, what is your intro, what is your intro? Uh, what do you mean by intro? Well, what, what are you saying to them? Oh, they, they usually see my profile, I just kind of introduce myself, where I'm from and I think they introduce themselves to and then, uh. We would just start talking, you know, like kind of like you meet somebody in person, you know. All right. Hold on, we I think I think we're having an 
an Eklund problem still. Hold on. We gotta see see what see what we need to do here. Because we're we're mute we're muting back and forth, but we're still echoing. Can you hear me? So if you're muted, let me try this. Can you hear me? I don't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Alright. Am I echoing? Am I echoing? Can you hear me now? No, you're not echoing. There's a delay. You have to give me a second. Okay. And vice versa. Okay. So, Eddie, when you go to talk, reach yeah. over and hit my mute. When I go to okay. talk, I'm going to reach over and hit your mute. Okay. okay. Right now we're both muted. Okay. I'm going to talk. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, like, what is your introduction? Like, you know, you 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 you, you see something. I don't know. What 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 are you using? Tinder? Are you swiping right? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, what, I what, use you, a couple of different ones. So a couple different ones. So, yeah. what what exactly are you? You. I'm you know, just trying to like be friends with them. Like, trying to like if you're meeting a person, but uh, a lot of times they don't really tell you what who they are. To you know, like certain things that, that you find out later on when you meet them. How are you starting the conversation off? Uh, I just introduced myself. I met Ian. You know, I'm single and looking for somebody. It's just not to, starting off with that. Say it again. So starting out with what? Oh, just just meet him. Just be yourself and I'll just tell them what you're about and one day you could uh, hook up with them, you know. So basically, you're not messaging every everyone hello beautiful. Uh, well, no, you just you just go on there and then just do the likes and then later on whoever. It just feel like it's kind of rigged because there's a lot of like, a lot of people. Like you meet somebody in person, it's a lot easier. It's just hard with the pandemic when you go to bars, you go to places. It's hard. You don't see the same amount of uh, girls like you did before. You know, it's a lot easier before festivals. There's no festivals this past year. Uh, I live in uh, Milwaukee area and. Uh, no summer fest, you know, I was gonna go to Texas for Tejano Fest, there was no Tejano Fest. So all the festivals, all everything is kind of shut down, so it makes it a little bit tougher. And uh, it's probably better to be in my grocery stores or just kind of like restaurants or just in person. But, uh, you know, we'll get through this. So, so what, what kind of dates did you go on during during this, the Corona thing? I mean, did, did you go on any actual dates, like, during, I mean, you, did you meet them? And did you actually go on like dates during? I mean, I know you're in Wisconsin. Yeah. So I don't know the state wasn't shut down as much as other states. Yeah. So I mean, did you have did you have normal normal dates? Well, yeah, I had a girl I was dating in Chicago. It was uh, for a couple of months. I I, um, I ended up going to Texas like around June, and I met somebody out there. We went on a date, but then I was with my family, and then we kind of. Um, uh, she was busy and I was busy after that and we, we didn't get to catch up. But uh, that was pretty good, but I you know, could come back, so kind of lost contact with her. And then I uh, came back and I met uh, another girl on another website in Chicago and everything was going pretty good for, dated for a couple months, but then uh, the more and more I started going out with her, she's, she's not uh, somebody I want to pursue, you know. It's, uh, it was good at the beginning and it just kind of, she wasn't what I expected, you know, a lot, a lot of family issues, a lot of different things that she's going through. And then, 
my last one I had, I just met one for my birthday in Kent. Kent I went out to um, Wichita, Kansas, and um, she was pretty good. We, we, when we talked on the phone and I met her in per, uh, video chat, I went out there and uh, same thing, you know, she's, we get along good, but it's not, uh, find out she, she's, um, it's, hard to, it's hard to have a long distance relationship because you can't really see them every day, like if you have, they're close by you. And then uh, I was possibly thinking of moving out there, maybe just so I could be closer to her, but it doesn't seem like it was working out. So then we uh, kind of just ended it. And then uh, I just had another one not too long ago that I uh, was talking for like a week, everything was going smooth. And then she ended up coming to my house. We, we hanged out for a little bit, but then um, kind of the same thing, you know, it's kind of not what I expected and we just kind of, kind of fell through. So it's just, uh, just keep on, uh, you know, it's like just dating normal, just keep on dating and you find the right one. You know, I know it's gonna happen sooner or later, there's no rush. So you're saying the, the long distance one. Uh, so the question is, I mean, what, what, what did you learn so far, like from having, I mean, did you ever have like a long distance relationship with somebody like that before? I mean, was it, I mean, what, what was it like? Well, I told her I was coming and uh, I had I told her I was going to be there for a week and then uh, I ended up staying like three or four days. I think, I don't know if she had plans with her family or something, I don't know. And uh, I just felt like, uh, like it, 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 it was good, but it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. It was okay. But it could have been better. I mean, do you, did you, like, did you do anything specifically different? Like while you were uh, like, yeah, I have the long distance part, obviously before you went down there, what, what did you do anything special or differently like to keep that connection and everything going while you were, before you went down there and even after? Uh, I just keep on uh, with the relationship, just keep on uh, trying to build it up and trying to know more about her, her know more about me and just trying to have that, that connection, trying to know each other better. Like uh, you know, you do with any, um, somebody that you like. Well, I think from, I think from, uh, from from that aspect, I think that like I, I can remember a time back in the day when, when I was out doing a job in uh, New Jersey, and I was I was out there kind of you know trying to find to kill some time, and I remember giving you a call, and you told me that you were actually in Boston, and you know about three hours away from me, and you just moved out there. We hadn't talked to each other for a little bit, and we. So what exactly, uh, you know, how, how did that happen? I remember it was just kind of one of those things where you, you just kind of popped in. Uh, that was, what was it, like 2002 or something, 2003? No, that was, uh, it was actually 2008. Yeah, it was oh, the end okay. of 2008. Oh. oh yeah, that time I had just broken up with my uh, ex and uh, we had, uh, had moved out there. Uh, I met, this girl from Boston, I, I, a previous job I had, I met her, we, we dated for a little bit. She, she came out here to see me in Chicago and then I went out there and uh, I uh, was there for about probably like a month for a while and uh, it just doesn't seem like it was working out. So I had, I ended up, um, you called me, you were in New Jersey and I said, okay, that's my, uh, I'm gonna pack my stuff and go, it's just it's not working out. So, I mean, I do remember you, <clears throat> You, you, you did drive out 
and you know we, we hung out for the day and you told her you would give her a call later on to tell her and obviously she wasn't kind of happy that you're driving three states away which is only three hours away and in Illinois you'd still be in Illinois mm -hmm. and <clears throat> you did go back and she obviously wasn't happy and I think just I think your dad were just trying to get over that little disagreement and you decided to that that wasn't working out so you packed the car up and you came back to you came out to Jersey and spent the time rest of the time with me for the next m month or so and uh you know we had a lot of a lot of weird times out there you know we got to encounter some you know the, some of the stories we were, you know, it was cool you were out there I was able to have a uh you know some somebody out there hanging out with me but you know we were able to go to the uh New York almost every other night stuff like that and you know, I, when I, I kind of think of like, in a way, you're trying to find love on this, these dating apps. is like trying to find a parking spot in Hoboken. Remember that? Oh, yeah, we were driving around for like, so we're driving in Chicago, right? It's hard. It was hard to find parking. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was with that girl in Boston and, and I thought she was the one. And, and little by little, she had one kid, you know, like six years old, kind of bratty. And, you know, and I kind of saw him as one of my kids, but then she had a couple other kids from, uh, older kids from uh, Brazil that were coming and uh, little by little, you know, I, sometimes you just jump into relationships too quick, you know, you fall in love quick and, you know, it's part of life and uh, living and learning still, you know, trying to find the right one. My last, you know, ex I had, I was dating for like 13, 14 years and uh, it just didn't work out towards the end and, and you know, just was time to move on. So I, I I do remember that obviously we went back to Boston. She she was uh, a little upset with you obviously, and she made you sleep in the kids' room, and she the kid got to sleep in her room. So how was it sleeping in those transformer sheets? I don't know. I don't remember. It was kind of probably had a couple of beers or something. I don't know. Kind of I was ready to to move out of there. So, I mean, I, I do remember, like, you know, kind of us go, going out, out to New York and all that stuff, and we, we found, like, a, we, we made our way to the Hawaiian Tropic Zone. And it was a big old, you know, we got in there and everything like that, and we actually had the, uh, the um, they had this meal for two that we decided to get together. So braised beef was really good. But, <laughs> but the... Uh, I, I remember like the the, the waitress. What, what, what was her name? I don't know what her name was, but she looked like Jennifer Lopez. She was hot. I know she probably had the green thumb for your great for your uh, your eggplant, but um, but the uh, I remember her telling us specifically not to walk around New York at one o'clock in the morning. And you decided that we're going to go walk around New York at 1 o'clock in the morning. And here we found ourselves leaving Times Square, walking down. I don't even know where we were at. We were just walking down the road, New York. And you're like, hey, maybe we should go to a hotel and, and, and the bars. And, and maybe, maybe like there's some women in there like that stuff. And, and I'm like, well, you know, it's getting late and everything like that. And you're like, oh, let's get a slice of pizza. So, so we decided to get the slice of pizza. And then while we're talking about the hotels... This guy walks up alongside us, and he's carrying a duffel bag. He looked like a bum with a duffel bag, and we were just kind of like, 
feeling a little bit leery about this guy, but he's telling us that he himself has gone to hotels and picked up women in the hotel bars. And we're just like, oh, really, really? So we find the pizza place. We get to the pizza place. We're going in, and this, this gentleman held the door for us to go in. So he was going in with us. Maybe just, you know. And I, I, I'd use the washroom. You, you got in line to order the pizza. I come out. I'm standing there. And there's this really, and I noticed the guy with the duffel bag is sitting in the booth. And, and this, this really scrubby guy come walking in. And there's literally these two girls sitting there closest to the door. This guy walks in the door, kisses one of the girls, and then she's like, oh my God, what did you just do? And this guy goes and sits down with the guy with the duffel bag. You get your pizza, we go sit down. You know, we converse a little bit. And all of a sudden the guy, the, the, the scrubby guy, gets up out of, the, out of the seat, comes over to our table, well, we're back to back, but he stops at our table and literally is sitting there looking at me going, man, I'm going to go to jail tonight. And I'm like, what, what's this guy going to do? What's this guy going to do? And he, he literally reaches into his coat. I thought he was going to shoot me. And he, he turns around and he, re he reaches, but he pulls out a glove. I'm, oh, he's going to put his gloves on. He's going to shoot me. He's going to shoot. And, and, and the guy walks for the door. And this, he's, a, he's a smaller guy. He walks out the door. I see him get lifted into the air. And I'm, you're, you're eating your pizza. You're not even turning around. I'm looking at you going, Eddie, the, the guy just lifted into the air. And all of a sudden, I see him standing outside on the, on the front window of the pizza place with his hands on the window. And, and then all of a sudden, you see all these guys around him, and they bring him back into the pizza place. And these guys are all New York undercovers. And the guy behind us with the duffel bag, thank goodness, the guy that was on the sidewalk conversing with us, was a cop. This was a controlled sting. We're sitting at it. This guy's getting processed and everything like that. I'm telling you. And the guy's like, I told you I was going to go to jail. I'm like, don't talk to me. And you're sitting there. You never one time turned around and looked. Never one time. You're eating your pizza and you go, well, he said he was going to go to jail. I guess he's going to go to jail. Yeah, that was funny. He looked like one of those bums that... Uh... Uh, you know the cops a lot of times they pick on the little kids. You know the they don't pick on the big the big dealers. The big they look for the little guys. So he 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 was like one of those bums that uh, probably was happy to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I mean I mean I tell you what though there was probably at least twelve New York New York undercover agents in that in that thing and and every one of those looked worse than that bum. I mean, the cars they were getting in to drive away, I mean, you, in a million years, you would never guess that. I mean, but we're walking out of this pizza place. We're finally leaving. We're leaving. We walked out of the pizza place, and I remember looking at you going, Eddie, what, what, what exactly is that place called? And I turned around and looked at it, and there was this big sign in the front of the place that said, A Slice of New York. <laughs> I think we got definitely a slice of New York. But, yeah, that was, that was definitely, uh, what, 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 what did the, uh, the waitress tell us before we, uh, Left the Hawaiian Tropic Zone? Oh yeah, just be careful at night. <laughs> you make the weird ones. Indeed we did. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh that was probably probably one of the funniest funniest stories, but I I remember when you when you came out and, and you noticed I mean I I was renting a living room for six hundred dollars. As I'm I am i am paying for my family back back in Illinois to, to for a whole a whole apartment for $750, I'm running a living room for $600 in New Jersey. And, and it, it, it's, it's kind of funny how, how I got this apartment or this room 
was I would literally go on Craigslist and put, I'm looking for a place to live, cheap. And I got about 10 people that hit me up to, 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 to find these, these places. And, I, and, and actually it was, it was kind of funny that there, there was one that was in, that was in Hoboken and it was really, you know, thank goodness, because when we tried to find parking in Hoboken, I probably wouldn't have been, I could barely find, find parking in Richfield, New Jersey, you know, when I got out of, when I got out of the store. And the, the whole Hoboken was actually, it was, I think it was $1,800 a month. And that was splitting it with two other people. And, and it had a view of the, of the, the Hudson. It was, it, was, it was an amazing, amazing place, but I mean, you wouldn't be able to enjoy that. But you, you probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. I mean, the, 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 two, the two girls that lived there were actually like, they were supermodels. They were models that, that lived in this, this apartment building. And, and then I, I remember I went to uh, one place that had no furniture. I don't know what I was going to do there. And, and I met a couple weirdos. And then I ended up in this, this place. And it, it was it was really funny. It was the I called it the Russian's apartment because it was the Russian's apartment. And she presumed to tell me that her husband was in Russia, uh, teaching people how to work on American cars, because they like to bring American cars over there and, and work on them or something. So as you kind of explaining this to me, but what what happened was I remember the first night I was in this this apartment. Everything in this apartment there's a bookcase and it was. Every book was in Russian, except for one book. It was a book of encyclopedia of guns, and everything else was in Russian. And I remember I had this big giant tube TV in front of me, and I remember opening up the the the, uh, the drawer, looking in there, and they had they had Sex in the City DVD seasons that were all in Russian. The only one that wasn't in Russian was the Girl Gone Wild DVDs, and I, I just remember. Sitting there, I sat down on the, the, the futon and, and I'm noticing that everything in this room still had a price tag on it. It was still attached where they you know they didn't take the price tags. Everything had a price tag still on it. So I'm I'm sitting there literally I'm gonna fall asleep in this room tonight and I don't know if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. But that was like the probably the one of the funniest things. It just you know, but and it ended up being, you know, totally fine. You came out there, you stayed in, in the in the in the apartment and but yeah so I mean what 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 do you uh, what what's your take on the uh, thing? Well, I wanted to get a better place for us, but I was kind of strapped for cash, and uh, yeah, it was like a little room that we were in, and uh, the the Russian girl was kind of quiet, so I was like, man, she's not too friendly. But uh, I ended up staying there. Uh, we started going. We went to a couple of good restaurants out there, and uh, the nice thing out there, you tell me you're from Chicago, they. They really treat you good, New Jersey. So there's like a connection there with uh, people from Chicago, so that's good. And um, I remember this couple uh, good, re yeah, the restaurants were really good. And then we met a couple cops out there. And I never been to a place. If you ever go Hoboken, uh, never been to a place. There's so many cops. I don't know why there's so many cops. Maybe there's a lot of money there or something. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I, mean, I remember, you know, lucky enough that, like, I was, I was actually out in, in New Jersey. Um, I remember the store manager had come 
he had got the new Google phone and he was talking about the, the phone and then all of a sudden he's looking at the phone and then all of a sudden he's like, oh my God, a plane just landed in the Hudson. And so I was out there when the plane landed on the Hudson and where I had the opportunity to actually go and I had the opportunity to go into um, the to New York and actually see the plane that was pulled up into Battery Park and, and all that stuff and just getting near that thing obviously was insane. But that was at the time that my sister and my wife and, and kid and, had come out to see me. And I can remember my sister had this this, uh, this boyfriend at the time and he, he wanted to pay tribute to 9-11. And we were walking down, down the streets. I remember we, we went into some store to buy some shoes, I think, for, for my little one. And we, we got the shoes and we're walking. And then he had told us, the boyfriend had said, oh, this is 9-11, I want to pay tribute to this. And we're standing there looking at this construction site for a little bit of time. And he's like, he's getting deep with this thing. You could tell he is. He's standing there, he's looking at the construction site and a cop walked up to us to ask us if he could help us. <laughs> and we're like, oh no, and he's like, no, I'm just paying tribute to 9-11. And the cop presumed to tell him that's not 9-11. That's not the World Trade. That's a couple blocks that way. And that was kind of funny. So we ended up going to actually where that was at and, and stuff. But yeah, that was, you know, pretty much like that. And, and then they, they had the chance of staying in this, this uh, hotel that I actually stayed in when I, when I got there. And it was actually this hotel on a hill. And I remember telling the cops at the store about this hotel that I was staying in. And they were like automatically, oh, the Hilltop Hooker Hotel. And it was this Howard Johnson to where all the hookers would hang out at the top of the, of the, ho of the hotel because when they would see people coming in, they, they, or the cops coming in, they, they, they could basically you know, get out of there. But I mean, I'll tell you, when the first night I remember, because I stayed in that, that hotel for, I think it was a week, and I, they had exterior doors. It, was, it wasn't like where you're going in. I mean, there was three, three separate buildings to this thing. The bottom obviously being the lobby, and then you would go up, up to the top of these things. But they, they had the, uh, I, I was just waiting for my door, I felt like I was in an episode of Cops or something. Like my door was just gonna get kicked in. It just, it just, it was, it was like intense. And and then I remember, the first night I get I get in my room, I settled in, and I get this like bang on the door. I'm like, what the heck? And and I remember I open up the door and there's these two guys standing out there, just in plain looking clothes, normal, just kind of a little bit scrubby. And like, do you need towels, sir? We have towels. I'm like. Yeah, take some towels. I mean, it was that, that was a a really, really, really creepy place to, to to be. So, so did you hear any fights or anything in there? Any any uh, people uh, doing crazy stuff? I, I didn't hear anything. I mean, it was it was a, it was a very quiet quiet place, and and I I just I, mean, I, I went from there to to find the. Uh, Kind of the funny thing is, is I ended up in the Russian's apartment after that. And it was like one of those things where you never realized. I would come home every night and I would open up this, the front hallway to go up the stairs to get in this apartment. 
Looks like a normal apartment building. You can go up or you can go off to the right and go down to the lower levels. And I'd come home and I would probably trip over boxes every time I'd walk in the door because it was just pitch black at this thing. And then I would get my phone out and shine it and I would see her name on the boxes. So I would carry these boxes up the stairs in the dark to get into the, to get into the apartment. <laughs> and I would probably say almost not even the last week that I was there, I found the light switch <laughs> to, to get to, that, that went up the stairs. So I actually was able to, I thought the light was just burnt out. I just realized that, that I, I don't know who's turning off the light switch, like who's conserving energy at the apartment building. But yeah, I found the light switch to get up to the things and it made it a lot easier for that last, that last week. Yeah, I want to appreciate you guys for listening to our podcast, Joey, my cousin, and uh, Kevin, if you guys have any stories, any jokes, or anything you want to share with us, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we got some comments here, they might be about our technical difficulties, so let's go fire the first one off here and see what it says. Shane? Well, that was the type of difficulty one. Thank you, Shane. This next one, Shane again. <laughs> All right, we got back to the echo. I think we established the echo problem, right? Yeah. Our, our echo problem was our us sitting on top of each other. Mm-hmm. See, see, the thing is, is because we're actually sitting in the same room, um, we have to play around with the mute buttons. I mean, I do have other devices that are filming us for this, for different audio and stuff like that, but to just to do the live, um, not every single live is going to have the person sitting here next to me, but we haven't seen each other in so long, so we figured we'd do it this way. And, you know, like last time when I was with the real Ryan Reed, you know, we had the... Uh, we didn't play the echo or the, the mute game, so I kind of obviously they could have played my Bluetooth and also messing with the other way, giving us that echo. So, so hopefully this one of us playing around with the mute buttons um, is is kind of helping out. And and thanks for the feedback, Shane. But so I mean, I think like from back to the to the uh, the, the 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 Corona love, I, I think that obviously we found you you had love in Boston that that went sour. You know, and then you had the the love from of KC that 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 went sour because not all love stories have a great ending, right? Yeah. Um, what what what's next for you, man? Are are you are you looking to, you know, what 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 exactly are you, what what are you what what are you looking for? Well, just keep on dating and see until the right one comes along. No, the the Boston one was way before this Corona time. The Kansas City was uh this time, and then the one from Chicago too. So. I'll just keep on um, probably try to meet more in person instead of uh, online is probably the best thing. So, and, and then I, I see that you're like, you know, you actually just signed up. I mean, I remember I signed up for, I remember actually the first time that I was using Facebook was actually what was in New Jersey. That was the, I had signed up and I was using Facebook in, in New Jersey in 2008. And... And and you yourself we'll get, have uh, get somebody calling. have signed up for Facebook 
this year. Could I, could I put him in if he wants to listen to it? No, that won't work like that. Oh. So, what, what exactly, you know, now, now that you're a, a new user to Facebook, what, what's, your, uh, what, what's your take on uh, Facebook? Uh, Facebook is mostly just friends and family, people you know already. And then just kind of communicate with them. So are you getting acclimated to the to the buttons and the share buttons and all they work, or? Yeah, I ended up, had a mistake the other day. I was sending my friend a picture of this girl dancing, you know, like a uh, nice bikini girl. And then somehow I ended up putting it on my, it, you hit share. And I was just going to my friends and I guess it went to my profile. So my sister luckily told me about it and then I took it off. So it, it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> It's like it's like the elderly using Facebook for the first time, you know, <laughs> sharing those uh, those photos. Yeah, yeah. The thing with Facebook is you don't get too many. Uh, I'm old school, you know. I like being on the phone or seeing you in person. Uh, nowadays, that's how people want to do it now is uh, just text. You know, it's the new the new uh, time to live in. You know, the, a lot of people are busy, so that's I guess it's better than nothing. You know, I'm thinking too is is what I'm what I'm seeing. You know, out there, like you've seen a lot of different stuff on TikTok and stuff like that. People complaining about relationships and everything like that. You know, you know, <clears throat> ghosting. Ghosting's a big thing now. You know, back in our days, blind dates were kind of a big thing. And I don't. I mean, have you ever gone on a blind date before? Uh, well, my friend hooked us up on a blind date uh, when I uh, 2005. Where you know my ex, and it was it was pretty good. Yeah, that, that seems to work pretty good. I could see if I could get my friend out here because I think he wanted to talk. Well, you can't you can't have extra people. Over here, it's just two people. Over here, here. But oh no, it's just follow. No, yeah, you can't you can't add extra people. It's only oh, people. okay, okay. So, the 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 thing is is, <clears throat> I you know from a blind date standpoint, I remember uh, I had gone on one. I think back when I was uh, I think. Maybe 18, 19 years old, somebody had told me, hey, you should go out on this date and everything. And, and I did. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Eddie, I, I, really, I really wish I was blind when I showed up. And, right you know, I was nice enough to just let the air out of the tires and let her in the car. Can she go live with him or no? So if it works? No, you, you, you can't. Oh, well. You can't go live. Oh, okay. You can only add two people in this thing. Oh, okay. But... How about you, Shane? Any jokes for us? Anything you want to share? Yeah, does anybody have any, uh, like, I don't know, like, Corona love stories? Like, anything crazy happened to them um, during the uh, the Corona season of, you know, what, what they actually, uh, they've experienced for the 2020? And we're still in the Corona season, so, I mean, you, you could, it, 2021 still can, uh, can count. But yeah, so I don't know. So I mean, what what exactly are you um, looking to looking to do? I mean, I mean, is there any app that's working better for you out there that maybe some of the other people that like can can, can kind of jump on? No, the app is just to meet people. These apps are just meet people, and uh, the best way to meet them is in person, you know, the old-fashioned way, and. Uh, just something that it's it's good for the brain i guess but can't expect too much from the girls you meet online you know my experience 
Well, I, well I'm thinking like from, from the, the fact is I, I, I'm seeing this as like more of a digital relationship some people know. I, I honestly think that these people are so acclimated to just meeting this way and it's so easy for people to just, you know, as we, we say ghost people and, and not respond to people anymore. It's just causing like kind of kind of like way like that. I mean, do, do you, I mean, do you see a difference in the behavior of people when you're talking to them online versus actually actually meeting that same person in person? Oh yeah, of course on the line and uh, video chat, you know, you're gonna, they're gonna seem a little bit nicer, a little bit friendlier, and then when you meet them in person, the true colors come out, then then it's not really uh, what they say. Sometimes it's not what they say they are. They might be kind of similar to what they are, but uh, not the same thing. I mean, you didn't experience any uh, any any catfishing yet, have you? Well, my first experience was plenty of fish. I was on there my first time, I think, in April or March, and uh, the first week, I think, like three or four people I met, they're not who they were. You know, they sent me a picture and it was somebody different. So yeah, I got rid of that right away. So what you're saying is, is the catfish went to the plenty of fish. Uh, my experience, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's that's that. Looks like we uh, thought we had something. Looks like something was from Shane, but I guess it didn't show up. So, I mean, I mean, what, what did, what was your uh, response? I mean, did you, did you, I mean, let's, let's hear some, I mean, did you meet any crazies? I mean, did you, what, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you so far, like, in, in, in this? Uh, there hasn't been really too many crazies, you know, I mean, just, kind of just didn't work out the way it should, you know, which is normal. You gotta have something crazy. I mean, <laughs> something like, I mean, okay, so you got the plenty of fish, obviously plenty of catfish now, so obviously everybody out there that's listening, plenty of fish might be full of catfish, uh, um, hence the name. But, uh, you know, is it, you know, so you did plenty of fish, you know, did, did you did you try Tinder? Have you, have you done Tinder at all? Yeah, the problem with all these apps, you always, uh, you know, me doing this for a couple of months now, I've only met uh, was it like three or four people I went on dates with uh, out of hundreds of likes and uh, swipes, you know, so something I, I have a feeling somebody's controlling in the back scenes uh, who you hook up with, it's weird, you know, and uh, not, never pay for those, these these things when you, when you pay for them, you get the likes and you get people from other countries that uh, probably made up or who knows what, it's all BS, so it's just, don't, when I tell people these dating sites go on there for free but don't spend any money out of them, they're kind of a rip off. Camino. Hey. So we want to hear your stories now on uh, on the Corona life. Can you hear me? They just kicked me off a lot. Oh yeah. Hey, what happened? They what? What about him? He found his love uh, during the COVID times. Oh, nice. But I will 
will say this, you know, during COVID times, a lot of men and women are feeling kind of lonely. Yeah. It's the only way to communicate and reach out. Yeah, I was trying to, I, try, I was trying, it's weird with this, this first time doing the stereo thing, and um, I guess we can only have two people at the same time I'm talking. Love talk, love talk. Oh, love talk. Oh, you went? Oh, yeah. Who's your engineer? I don't want to talk to your engineer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, here, come on, tell your more stories. No, no, I just oh. saying that during these COVID times, I know you guys are talking about COVID love. Well, what about your COVID love? I, I, you heard, I heard stuff about you. You have anything? Yeah, so I, yeah, I tried uh, the whole Tinder, the whole Bumble, and uh, it seems like a lot of uh, American women have a laundry list that goes on, and I think it depends on your status quo and what you have. But anyways, I reached out to somebody, it's an African princess over in Zambia. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a it's been a crazy year. I'm sure for anybody who's hunkered down and all by themselves. Oh yeah. We all want a we all want a juicy, right, Eddie? Oh yeah. Everybody wants a juicy. Yeah. I'll get off, but I just. Is that is, is Jason listening too or no? Eddie. Is Jason there? Hey, is Jason on there too? Hello? Oh. Okay. Hello? Yeah, answer. Hello? Okay, yeah. Alright, you're on there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I don't know if we change the uh Eddie uh don't invite anybody else on. Okay. Okay. Alright. I don't know if we're on the same chat or not. Okay. But, uh... <clears throat> but, yeah, so, I mean, I think that... I mean, I think that's it. I mean, we're about, about almost an hour now doing this. And, you know, just kind of following up and exactly what, what's been going on with you and stuff like that. But hopefully all, all the luck to you, man. It's just, you know... Use a lot of these apps and then learning how to learning how and and finding somebody in real life. You know this this digital the digital world is uh just it's terrible out there now. I, I don't think us elderly are going to be able to find love. Hey everybody out here watching us on Facebook, I appreciate you guys listening in. And uh, a shout out from Milwaukee and a shout out here from over here the the boonies of uh, Joliet, Coast City area. I went to a place called, uh, if you're ever in the area, Knocking Boots. They have really good food. I had a one pound burger and it's, I recommend it to everybody. And uh, go Facebook. All right, well, I guess we're gonna end it like that. Uh, thanks for everybody for listening and uh, joining into the uh, the Facebook. And uh, that's it. And of course, go stereo. All right. <laughs>